Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Today for my virtual coffee chats with friends, I have an amazing friend on and her name is Vicky. And Vicky and I met actually when we were in our 20s and um, my husband Chris was a pastor at the church where she started attending. And I just remember her um, so vividly when she first came to our church because we were both pregnant with Mm -hmm. our sons at the same time. Um, But honestly, she and I had just very different stories going on in our lives. And she is a friend that's just um, helped me just learn love, compassion, and to just see others who are walking in a different place than I personally am. And so um, I just am so excited to share Vicky with you guys today. Um, so Vicki, could you, one, thank you so much for being on today, but also sure. two, could you just share a little about yourself uh, that I have not covered? <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much. Um, just to go back that long ago when I met you, I was about three months pregnant. And sadly, I was finding myself as a newly single mom unexpectedly. So that is a whole story we'll get into of itself. But right now, I live in New Jersey with my second husband. And we subsequently have two more boys. So I have three boys in total. And I am an HR director at a local large church in New Jersey. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Your story has just encouraged and blessed me so much. So I prepared some questions. So let's Mm -hmm. just jump in. Um, So first question is, could you share some of your story of how your first marriage ended and where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. So you know a little bit about the now, but getting here has been um, decades in the making. Yes. So I met my first husband in college and we are both believers and very involved in the church community. We actually relocated to New Jersey for jobs and school and dated for about five years. So at that time, We were in grad school for him. And for me, I was in my first job in the HR world. And so we got married. We're married for about three years and became pregnant for our, with our first son. Unfortunately, um, I found out that there was unfaithfulness during a season of our marriage. And so while my heart really wanted reconciliation, we were not on the same page. So by the time we met Eunice, you and I, he had already moved out of the home and we had begun divorce proceedings. Our son Christian was born July of that year and by November we were divorced. 
And truthfully, during that season, it was never a thought of not wanting reconciliation, but just really being careful to protect me and, and my son in terms of just custody and our assets, as well as just making sure that if there was a heart reconciliation, that it was in the right place with the right motives. So it was a really struggle because oftentimes you might think that divorce is the end, but in my heart, it was, uh, it took some time to heal because that first year is so focused on just birthing this baby and staying healthy for him. So my grieving process was a little bit longer than most. And um, six years later, um, I had the amazing opportunity to meet my second husband and get remarried. And we've been married for 10 years. So he um, has just been a daily reminder of God's use of every one of our sorrows and tears for his good, even when we can't see it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I heard that you were getting remarried, I was so <laughs> thrilled. And although we weren't even in the same state anymore, I was definitely cheering you guys on just because yeah. um, your story is so beautiful and how the Lord really unfolded it um, for all of us to witness, really, mm -hmm. all of your friends. Um, so I guess um, my next question is, how did you walk through that mm -hmm. intense of grief? and learn to forgive. Because something that makes your story so remarkable to me watching you is I literally saw you just daily fighting for your heart, mm -hmm. fighting for your son's heart, um, just doing things going way out of your way even to um, protect your first husband for the sake of your son's heart. Mm -hmm. And that was just such a beautiful thing to me. Um, because it was just astounding to watch and just unbelievable some days to me. But I, that's something that just really stands out in my mind about you walking through that time. Oh, thank you so much. And you and so many sisters and brothers were a part of that story. And you said it so well, it was a daily fight, every single minute fight. And I will say I did not do it perfectly. I definitely failed. Um, deep of deep heart, I certainly had a desire for revenge. Um, I really felt like it was unjust. I felt crushed in my spirit. And the grieving process was so deep for me. As I said, it was probably longer than most because I had to focus on caring for a newborn baby first. But feeling the physical pain of not being able to sleep at night, uh, crying out at night where my mind would be just going to different places and expressing sadness. Sometimes the divorce is harder because that person is still very much there. You find that I found that it was difficult to celebrate the wonderful memories we did have up until then because everything got tainted at the very end. And so that stirs up this woman scorned mentality quite readily. And I just remember really seeking out after Psalm 27, 13, that justice wasn't in my hands, but really in the hands of God. And that he saw my heart, he saw my desire to 
put my first marriage and my son before myself, before the Lord, and really take confidence. And, you know, I wish I could tell myself, you know, Vicki of, you know, now it's been 16 years already. Time has quite passed to be like, God will use every single moment. And lots of sisters, including yourself, were so encouraging. But when you're going through it, it's really hard to believe. And I just really, um, there's a lot of components to this. So I'll just jump right in. Like, yeah, please. it's okay to cry. And you feel that the tears will never end. And I can say, I let myself cry. So if I felt like I needed to cry six times a day, I did. Mm. But then after five minutes, I just got up and I just really prayed for strength and walked away. And even without the promise of a second marriage, I felt God's completion in me. Mm. And it might be something as just feeling like God heard your needs. You know, during that time, our my church just stepped right in and embraced me. I was a newcomer there. I felt that I loved my old church, but I felt like I needed almost a new slate, someone that didn't know the story of my husband and myself so that I could just be cared for as Vicki. And I had formula provided for me because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of financial Um, considerations going through divorce as a single mom. I had even a lot of our friends at our former church worked at J&J or L'Oreal. So I had lots of little (laughs) perks and those were God's love language to me. Just those little things of saying, Vicki, I got you. Here are experiences. One of our close dear friends, Grace, she invited me on a trip to Aruba and I've never been to Aruba before. And so Eunice, that was the start of my 100 list. So I already mentioned, you know, cry as often as you need, but the 100 list is what carried me through. And that Aruba experience was part of that. So in the 100 list, what it is to me is how is God working for his glory, giving you joy, maybe not happiness, but joy to be Mm. able to see that there is good coming out of this sorrow. Mm. And for me, it was really being true. Like there are silly things like, yay, I get to have the bed all to myself. Well, that's not going to make it onto the 100 list, right? Because that's just being a little bit focused on you. But little things like I was able to take a trip. I was able to improve my driving skills because it was just me. Or I was able to fellowship with sisters in a way that I couldn't because I was a single mom. I had the time Mm -hmm. and the ability to take um, weekend retreats. So slowly, slowly that 100 list, it took about three years to complete, but just writing down, Hey God, in this really dark place where I feel that Satan could easily take over my thoughts, how are you coming through to me? And so that list is so precious to me because it literally carried me day to day through. And I know we feel that it's in just this world. And I just know that in God's eyes, he hears it and sees it all. He does not waste any one of those experiences because it furthers your story in such deep and meaningful ways. Wow. That is beautiful. (laughs) And I do remember um, your 
small group at the time and just you guys were really amazing that sisterhood bond that you guys developed so amazing like one night there was um because we had a baby in custody between the two of us um the transfers were a lot more frequent than typical Mm -hmm. and sometimes the transfers were oftentimes actually on a Friday night Mm. and Friday night was small group and that was so so encouraging to me because you know the baby might even be picked up from small group or um, right after and then I would head to small group and I would be able to fellowship and be ministered to I was prayed over a lot and I just really appreciated that from our church before yeah I oddly remember one of those transfers because you were at my house with Mm. on a play date like with our kids yeah and I just remember the intensity I felt after Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. I was just like man dang you are strong (laughs) the Lord has just given you a strength that is Mm -hmm. incredible um you mentioned uh joy and happiness. Could you actually unpack that just a little spontaneously? That was one of the questions, but I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. I think in our day-to-day life, we hang on to happiness and happiness is super fleeting. Um, My second husband, William, such a great, great gift giver. I've been so blessed, so thoughtful and Those are what I call like happy moments, whether he gets me a new pair of workout pants or an experience, just such great things that celebrates me. And I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Those tend to be the happiness items. And as humans or women, we are trained to chase after them. Joy is this understanding that while life is still difficult, that God has got it. God has us covered. And it's a much more deep-seated, sobering type of feeling, but it carries through. It carries through at the dark nights when your brain is just swirling with different thoughts. It carries through um, for a lot of single moms, they're at an amusement park or they're at a vacation. They're trying to move forward with their kids, but these are the places that have, it probably isn't, but it seems to them, every person at the park or every person at this beach is a couple. And Mm. it probably isn't it, but they feel that way. And so Mm. joy is still looking past that, acknowledging, hey, I am by myself, that stinks. But look, I get to be one-on-one with my child. Look, I get the opportunity to be a mom. I get to have this experience today. Um, A good example of that was my career totally flipped upside down during this time. And I really looked at it as a source of pride. And I was going places, but being a single mom, God convicted me to go part-time, which really wasn't done during that season. Mm -hmm. And so I remember uh, you have those mandatory visits where you carry your baby to the work. Hey, remember me? I'm in the middle of my maternity leave. I'm coming back. Just not really even expecting it. I was in the midst of a divorce, but here my manager happened to be free. And he's like, Vicki, come into my office. 
And I just felt God's peace to say, I need to work part-time to be there from this precious boy. He's entrusted me. Yeah. And so truthfully that wasn't done, but I was approved. I was approved to work on an amazing client. I worked on the client for 13 years, but huge, huge pay cut. Right. So no longer could I afford those drips of happiness, but our joy and Christian and I still talk about it today. He's like, mommy, you took me to the park like every day. And actually I didn't, but he remembers it. Like we went to the park every day and that really means a lot to me that that period where I couldn't provide for him, all those things that, you know, I get really emotional just think about it but the joy we had just him and I in doing little adventures is something you impart to your kid even if you are resource constrained so yeah well that is beautiful and I do remember you sacrificing that and I know you are not saying this but you graduated from a top the top business school in America Mm -hmm. at that time and I just just Something about your life, Vicki, is just surrender. I see you just, I have seen you just year after year constantly surrendering to the Lord and him just being so faithful in just bringing about the beauty as you've done that has just been beautiful. Because when I see your son today and just, I see joy in his life. Yeah. Even though it started in a hard place and I see that joy and the sacrifices that you made that have brought about that joy. Um, So I really just, uh, I I praise God (laughs) because it really is a testimony. For sure. For those single moms out there who are listening, really empower a team of prayer warriors. Mm -hmm. I had that at the church we were at together, Eunice, like just so many people praying for my son, because I'm pretty much lived a life of seeing how God works, but my son, he's fair game, right? So I just had so many wonderful brothers and sisters always praying over my son, me as well, but it really has um, put a mark on his life. And Mm. so, you know, that has been one of the best gifts given to me during those early years. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, I just wanted to share a scripture real quick mm-hmm. that I was praying about this interview and it's Matthew five, sure. uh, verse seven through nine, blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. Blessed mm-hmm. are the pure in heart for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. And I just remember your days and years of just heartache and toil and you fighting for your heart. But I really just, I I wanted to share your testimony today just because I have seen the faithfulness of the Lord over your life. And yes, it didn't come like instantaneously, like we all hoped and we're praying, (laughs) you know, it didn't come even over um, just a few years. It came over um, a time, but I just really um, can't say enough how you just daily fighting for your heart and for your son's heart. It's Mm -hmm. just so evident to see the fruit of that now Mm -hmm. in your life. So that's awesome. Um, Yeah. So we're going to just pivot a little in the questions, Mm -hmm. but I just wanted to ask you, um, can you just share more about your heart for single moms? Because that's yeah. a ministry I saw mm-hmm. you pouring into, um, especially in these past few years. 
Yeah. So as agreement to marry me, actually, my husband did not really, uh, we got married older, obviously, really did not want to date single moms because he's like, I just can't, I like my bachelor life. It's just transition enough to marry, you know, just be married and to have children in the mix. So I could tell he was hesitant to date me in the beginning, but he went full on, fully committed at the day of our wedding. He made just a commitment to Christian with a necklace of his care. He is such a great partner. So we partnered together. I cannot take all credit for it. We in our ministry, whether we do a small group or just in day-to-day friendships, really seek to care for the single moms around us. And this is best demonstrated every year we do a single mom photo shoot. So it tends to be a pretty lonely time of the year and typically not celebrated for the mom. So for the past, I think it's been eight years. We're on our eighth year in uh, this May. And we've hired just this amazing photographer. Thank you, John, from Dreamlight Photography. He's just wonderful. He does these gorgeous photo shoots of these children and we have a lavish food display and just bless these moms and can I tell you like these moms are gorgeous and their kids grow with John through the years so John knows them well too and you know, particularly in our Asian community single moms might feel like they're so alone like divorce Mm -hmm. is still not maybe as prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's not the case. It's truly a situation that whether we want to or not want to be in that God loves you just the same and God has a heart Amen. for you and that yes. you're a full family. And so that's Amen. where I want to convey like my heart with Williams. We always want to convey that the mom and the child is a full and complete family even if it doesn't feel like that in their surroundings. That is so beautiful. Thank you. Um, So what is some encouragement you can give to those listening about helping single moms in their community? Just some practical advice. So, so good. There are so many things. So one is just really the little things. Eunice, you were the best example of that. Like almost every Mother's Day we were together and Valentine's Day, you would just get me simple flowers. And it was so nice. And I only say simple because every time you handed it to me, you were like, these are simple flowers, but (laughs) it was not simple to me. It made me feel loved. It allowed me to feel encouraged, acknowledged. So those little things matter so much. It's not so much the big things. I had one friend, um, Grace as well, but many sisters who would just grab Christian the minute I walked into the sanctuary to ensure that I could sit through the service uh, with just a little bit of peace. And they were so nice and accommodating. I know since I've had more kids that they just invited Christian everywhere. So we had lunch together at Ruby Tuesday after church and they were fine with just a little toddler boy sitting there and being part of the conversation. And I just felt so welcome. And so 
it really is the little things. Think about the moms in your community who could just use a little note, a $5 gift card, or even if you can, some babysitting help. Like those are the bigger things, but the acknowledgement that we can provide that they're doing it alone is such a precious gift. Now I will say, I think those who are married might feel like, oh, I want to invite them, but won't they feel weird because they're the only mom there and Mm. we all have couples? I guarantee you just invite them because they will feel so special that they were just thought of and they could decide for themselves where they are in the single mom journey Mm -hmm. to participate or not. But those are the things that don't be shy if you feel like, oh, maybe they'll feel bad. I can guarantee you just being able to be acknowledged is amazing. Oh, thank you so much for saying all that. Um, I think I probably always handed it to you saying, this is just a simple bouquet because I wished that I could get you the $100 gift card or the $200 gift card or give you $1,000 so you guys go on vacation. (laughs) But we, in that time, definitely couldn't afford it. And so for me, me. (laughs) I'm I'm so thankful to hear that even the little things that we can afford do make a difference in people's lives. Um, Because, you know, sometimes it is just that $5 Starbucks gift card. Hey, I just want to buy you a cup of coffee. I can't afford anything else. But, but please know, I love you, you know, and I love all those examples you gave, because I do feel like the sisters in our church so rallied around you. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, wonderful to be reminded. But because you were blessed with those things, I think it's reminded me through the years, wherever I've lived to notice the single moms in our community, even Um, I don't know if you've ever heard that thing, like you can't do everything, but you can do something. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so for us, like, I always love like, oh, I wish I could do this and this and this, but I can't, but maybe I could do one thing today for someone. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that reminder. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Vicki, seriously, thank you for sharing that story. When I was praying for you this morning, I was, um, something I love about parenthood is like, when we name our kids that we can give them a name that has meaning so that they can walk in that fullness Mm -hmm. in their life. And that's Mm -hmm. something that was really important for Chris and I, when we named each of our kids. And when I was thinking about you this morning and praying about this interview, I thought about your name, Vicky. And so I looked it up and the meaning Mm -hmm. it's victory. Yeah. And when I look at your life, when I look at your family's Christmas card on our fridge, the picture, (laughs) I literally, my heart, whenever I look at your face, I jump, like my heart jumps for joy because I've seen the Lord's victory in your life and over your family. And so thank you so much for sharing your story today. And this is something that I hope all of my listeners, myself included, as we walk into the spring and Mother's Day is approaching, that we could really just remember the mothers in our community, uh, the single mothers in our community, and just do something, maybe not everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but something. So thank you so much. I hope that you have an awesome day and everyone listening has an awesome day. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.